Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. What's up, y'all? This is Nina Perez, and this is Straight Talk, No Sugar Added. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. As you know, we are here to challenge and transform your thinking. And the way we do that is we find the best humans on the planet. We bring them on here to come on here and just talk real life things to help you think about life differently. So today I found a beautiful young lady. Her name is Laura P. Martin, and she is a trauma and relationship specialist and the woman behind the brand Healing to Happy, which has helped hundreds of women alchemize their trauma and create revolutionary relationships. I love that. I love that. So Laura, thank you so much for being on Straight Talk. Um, I really am glad you're here. Thank you for being here. I'm so excited to be here. I, also just good. Love, I love the name Straight Talk No Sugar. I'm like, yeah. That's it. That's it. I mean, that's that's who I am. And that's how that that um uh name came about because people are like, dang, Nina, you don't even put a little sugar on it. And I'm like, nope. Although I'm a I, I have to say I'm getting over my addiction to sugar, but <laughs> I have no sugar added. So Laura, the way I like to start the show is I ask a little bit more about you. So I ask you. Who are you? And whatever you want to share, we're going to take it from there. Mm, who am I? I am a daughter, a business owner, a friend, a sister. I'm the type of woman that, you know, eats her chicken wings and has a nice bubbly glass of Prosecco on the side. I love it. I live my life with a wild amount of emotional honesty and delight. And mm. I really love that so much, you know, and I feel like when you know we hear that people work in trauma and they work in relationships and they have all these things we forget they're human you know yeah they yeah yeah go through things and i'm navigating things and i'm a real human yeah. and that's who i am you know yeah <laughs> i love that i really do i love um that you can be in that space though because that shows that you are also um confident in who you are right to be to be able to live in that space of being emotional and and being okay with that and being there so i am gonna i am a little curious though as to why the trauma piece right mm -hmm. why did you decide 
when you got into helping women that the that the piece you wanted to really focus on was happiness and trauma why, why that so really i started healing happy 1.0 version was a nutrition consulting company so it was a okay. gut brain, focused on gut brain connection i was an ibs anxiety specialist and really it's my own journey as coaches mm. is what we're going through mm. this is yeah so therefore i'm going to use my left brain to try and make sense of all the things that are happening in my life that's what happened and when mm. i kept going on this health journey i realized that the root was my trauma i had been through big t trauma sexual assaults domestic violence addictions loss of my mother from addiction um eating disorder which you know was masked as gut recovery yeah wow and so finally i got to a point where my health, I had been doing the whole gut health thing very perfectly. And the one thing I didn't look at was my trauma. Mm. And my body had broken on these wild rashes all over. And it, it was fine for eight months while it was on my backside. Mm -hmm. But then I had to deliver a speech in front of hundreds of people. And the rash decided to crawl across my face as I was talking about wow. health. And I was like, oh, we really got to look at this. And that's what led me to studying trauma and going back and getting certified and doing all the kind of schooling which led its way to relationships because at the core, that's what was causing everything in my life was the domestic violence, was the trauma with my family, which with friendships, with the lack of feeling belonged, mm -hmm. belonged anywhere, rejection, and really starting to study what that is so that mm -hmm. it could stop with me. And then from mm -hmm. there, mm -hmm. sharing the journey and kind of I always say accidental entrepreneur like that wasn't the plan but <laughs> right right and that, but sometimes you know when you start to heal and you're going through like I've been through domestic violence and all of that as well and when you start to really focus on your healing you can't help but to almost become an entrepreneur when you want to help others it's like it's I, I don't know about you but that's like a lot of what I think about is how I'm going to help the women that I'm coaching. You know, I don't focus on trauma, um, but I, I do have an NLP master certification. So I do sometimes use those tools. Um, so, um, you know, it's part of me is like, I'm so sorry that you've gone through all of that. And part of me is like, I am so glad you've gone through all of that. Does that make sense? Um, I, because I, my greatest blessings like yeah. I'm not I don't have any malice against it it's one of those things yeah. where it's, I agree with you it's a catalyst and I want to be yeah. who I am without that yeah. and I'm sure you can kind of relate to that aspect as well I can and I, I love I love that because that that shows also a lot of work in forgiveness right uh, there's a lot of work when you're doing trauma I'm sure that you do a lot of that as well right those blockages that we don't realize that we're carrying right and that that unforgiveness and trauma is is real and it really affects your life and i mean i just did a live not too long ago about you know i do a lot of self-work and i do a lot of work with women and i decided to go down this trail of self-work uh, um not like yours but similar to where i was like you know i have so many great things in my life and when it comes to my weight it's been something i've always battled mm -hmm. and so i bought i took myself through a journey of like why and kept going down this rabbit hole man girl <laughs> I, was, I didn't realize that it came from a from a trauma that happened that i totally did not connect to this so I love that you do this kind of work. I love that. And I love that you've decided to take your experiences and what you've done to pour into someone else's life. Because I, I really do think and believe that that is what we're here for, mm -hmm. is to go through life 
experiencing all these beautiful and hard things that life gives us, but as a gift to give someone else. Mm, thank, right? you for that. thank you. Yeah. For that. It's so true. Yeah. Like anyone that goes through anything, like the thing that changed my life was like my knees on the floor, rock bottom, like suicide moment yeah. at 24, where it was like, you know, it wasn't that I wanted to not live anymore. It was just, I didn't want to live this way or that way mm. anymore. And then I started to live my life as if like how, and I think of this often, like when I'm going through something, when I went through my recent breakup, when I have health scares, when there's like business things, like stuff like that, it's always like, how do I want to tell my daughter this? Not that I have a daughter now, but it right. was like, how do I want to tell the story? Now it's how do I want to tell the people in my community, That's right? So I'm, always, I'm always learning. But like in those moments, I wasn't a coach. I wasn't a mentor. No one even, no one cared about what I was doing because I'd made such a little word blank in there of my life. Um, but it got to the point where I was like, how do I want to say this? If one day my daughter is going through this, how do I want to tell her how I went through this? Right. Wow. And it started to keep me accountable in a way of like mm. telling my story in that way. And ultimately led me to the space that I'm in now and leading this global movement. But it's like, if anyone's going through something and it's hard to really do it for yourself. Cause I know in those deep, deep moments, like it's hard to see beyond that. Yeah. It's like, if you're in it, how do you want to tell this story eventually? That's so right? good. To someone, even if you don't want to be a coach or a mentor or whatever, it's like to your child that mm -hmm. maybe have or some, a friend that may go through it. Like, how do you want to tell that story to know that, you know, God doesn't make mistakes when we are entered into these vortex of our life. And so if you are going through a heavy time, it's like, instead of going like, why is this happening to me again? Like the cliche phrase is like, why is this happening for me? Right. Really radical ownership over mm -hmm. your life right now instead of mm -hmm. playing the victim role not saying that like you're at fault that's that whole mindset thing where it's like domestic violence to me or like the addictions and the drug like all that kind of stuff it's like I'm not at fault for that like that that just kind of happened but I am responsible for the way that I was showing up for it and the way that I responded to it and I didn't lean in and I didn't get the help at the time like I wasn't taking right over my life it was I was letting life happen to me instead of you know really realizing like I'm the architect of my life. I get to control the outcome in whatever way that is. And so good. it doesn't go exactly as planned, but I really can look at things in that kind of light right now and be like, okay, so why is this coming into my life? And what's the story that I want to tell because of it? Right. That's so freaking powerful, Laura, because there's so many things you said there, right? I mean, there's so many things you said there. So there's things that happen to us and we can't control. And then there's those decisions and choices that we make, right? When somebody is in domestic violence, you didn't act or ask that person to inflict that on you. Although we made the choices that we made for whatever reason we made them to stay, to, you know, to forgive, to hopefully change the person, right? I, I went through all of those emotions. And, um, but we, you're right. We have to take ownership of what our part is in that as well. And then you you also talked about your addiction piece, right? And that is also taking a, a, an ownership of that as well, which is not easy, Laura. I'm sure that was a very difficult, very trying thing to do. And it's something, and, and I don't know if you agree with this, but it's something I feel that we have to get up every day and make that choice, right? Make that choice every day. Mm -hmm. Because um, like you said, either that or life will We'll just give you what it'll give you and you'll just be going through the motions and not actually living your life on purpose. Yeah. That's beautiful. That's and thank, beautiful. 
And it's, it's, we kind of look at our lives in a way where it's like, I realized I was addicted to being like the survivor, right? Like I was really good at just surviving and looking at my life in that way. And even though, you know, I had gotten out of domestic violence, it was still like with the money story or, you know, the food story or like the diet, like there was always this survival mode because that was an identity. So it's like, also going beyond that where it's like, yes, you're mm-hmm. responsible for staying and not leaving and what have you. Like on average, it takes seven tries to even leave domestic violence. Like there is mm-hmm. psychological mm-hmm. warfare that happens there, but it's more than that. It's like taking responsibility for like what is coming into your life, right? And how you're responding and, and so why good. are we at that stance in our life where it's like, for me, it was like the domestic violence, but then also the health issues, yeah. but then also the eating disorder, but then also the friendships that were falling through and also mm-hmm. like all mm-hmm. of the things that kept happening. And it was like, what's this addiction to chaos that we have right now? Oh, that's my nervous system. That's the survival mode. Cause even though quote unquote, it's not the best decision. Like it's not the, it's not the safest. It's not the good option. Right. That's actually what your nervous system creates. Like that turns your nervous system on. That's that's mm-hmm. exciting for your nervous system. That feels mm-hmm. safe. Whereas like meditating and being in the space and you know actually having softness and accumulating wealth and doing these things that are actually safe, that wasn't actually safe to your nervous system. So it's really right. witnessing what am I calling into my life right now? Because anything that's happening in your current reality is actually what your nervous system deems as safe. That's right. It, right. And right. so we can sit and sit and we can write our posted notes all we freaking want on the on the boards and we can read them and they're perfect and don't i do them like i'm not making fun of them i do them right. and it doesn't really matter because your body is always going to protect its fears that is literally mm-hmm. what make mm-hmm. for. like that is what your RAS system is for like it is always scanning for danger to keep you safe so if you're sitting there and you're like well you like i'm doing the manifestation work i'm listening to the podcast like why isn't it working it's like because your body you haven't leaned all the way in what your body deems as self like as safe and so it's like going even beyond just like leaving the things it's like why is that coming into your life Mm -hmm. why why is this the safe place for your nervous system to land and is there something we can do to start to shift and mold and really look at what that fear is or what that habit is really protecting you from so we can here with a little bit more grace and light and understanding that is so powerful. That is so powerful. So when when um, you started your this coaching um, that you're doing now with these women, you know what what is it that you are? What are you taking them through? Like if if somebody's listening to you right now and saying, "Oh my God, I totally relate to Laura right now," right? Because like I told you, these amazing people that listen to my show are very good at you know kind of following up with me on emails and texting and doing all of that great stuff. So. Tell me what your process is with your clients. Yeah. So we start with self-knowledge, healing, and then embodiment, right? The acronym sheet. And so self-knowledge is you got to understand how you work. Like we, I still keep the food aspect alive. You have to understand that to heal your trauma, if your body isn't in the healthiest state, we're just right. still repi- repeating things at different realms. Like you, your body has to be able to handle this stuff. And this is why, you know, I work with a lot of spiritual leaders, a lot of spiritual healers, they forget the human shell. Like, it's like, I am processing, right. I'm doing the breath work, I'm doing the yoga, I'm doing it. I'm like, right. there's still the human. Like in yeah, this yeah. 3D world, we still have to nourish her and process her, right. and understand right. her and understand our hunger cues and get our blood sugar. Like that is a big piece. And then we have to understand our st- our nervous system states. So that like, when you enter in a room, like specifically dating, right? Like I work with people in dating and calling in the loves of their lives and creating this like orgasmic love story of the ages. We have to understand where our nervous system is at because 
they're going to match us. Like right now you're probably getting a little hyped because you feel my sympathetic nervous system be like, blah, blah, blah. like that is right. <laughs> or if I can like drop down and be a little slower and you can match me in that. Right. And understanding our nervous system so that we can actually call in the right type of energy that we want people That's to meet. Us and we can start to adapt that. And then we get into the healing phase. Right. So we have to actually be consistent with our nutrition we have to be consistent, especially when we're going through trauma. Consistency is so important routines mm-hmm. waking up doing the things that we say we're going to do and actually making sure that we're doing it right. getting into that healing state where we're nourished we're healthy we're getting out of our own way we're looking at our stuff we're stepping into our confidence and then we're the embodiment of it where you eventually don't have to think about this stuff right like at first when we're in our healing phases it's like did i meditate did i get sun did i eat my vegetables did I, like the checklist very right. nice structure Eventually you get to a state of your healing where you don't have to, like, I don't think about these things anymore. Right. They're just states of beings and it just becomes an embodiment of your work and you're actually free to then go explore other outlets in your life, which is the most beautiful thing. And I mean, that's through a series of different programs that I do that, but like, even like right now it's called the seductress that we're doing. And that's all about creating invitations in your life, understanding the energy that you have, understanding your nervous system so that you no longer have to base you know, dating on an algorithm, like Bumble or something like that, you know, like move through things in that way. And then we'll move into nutrition pieces, like with Maven's metabolism. Like there's so many different outlets that we work through because there's, everyone is so multifaceted. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's not just one thing. It's not like, oh, we go do, you know, a five series breathwork thing. It's like, how do you understand yourself and how do you write the permission slip that you cannot get this wrong? You cannot get this wrong. As long as you're trying, like my biggest, like you will always be on the right path. As long as you're trying, you're just finding like Thomas Edison took him a thousand ways to make a freaking light bulb. You know, like we're just trying out the different paths. And so it's like, looking oh yeah, my body piece isn't actually as good for me. I actually have to heal it this way. I have to be in the embodiment piece here. And we start to compartmentalize what it is that we need. So ultimately we can call in the love story of the ages and have the things that we want and stop repeating these toxic patterns and manipulation and abuse and narcissism and the things that we see very common, I guess would say, I think we're just kind of a little sensitive in our modern day, but mm-hmm. in modern dating, these are the things that I see happening most often. So walking people, that's a very long winded answer of what I do, but no, uh, that's wonderful. Yeah. No, that's great. That's what I wanted. That's yeah. what I wanted because, because it is multifaceted, right? Mm-hmm. What you do as well. And I think that, you know, people, they need to hear that, right? I think I love the the fact that you did share all of that because it's not just about the trauma piece. You talked about the nutrition piece. You talked about the energy piece. There's a lot of pieces here, right? And so that's why I think it's important to have people like you come on the show because I we are multifaceted. And, you know, one coach is not they shouldn't anyway, just deal with one thing. I think that it's, it's good for, um, for somebody to tell you, okay, this is the journey that we're going to take you on and it's not going to be overnight and you're going to mess up and you're going to kick yourself in the butt sometimes. And that is actually okay. And I also love that you started with such authenticity from the beginning. Like, you know, I still have to deal with, with my stuff too. And that's honest. Right. And I always, you know, I'm I'm a straight talker, right? So I always say, you know, when you see all of these ginormous gurus out there doing their thing and they look like they're all that, believe me, they're not. They have a whole team that makes them look this good. And they are struggling and going through certain things too. Maybe not everything, but certain things, right? Because we are multifaceted. Hello, right? So tell me, Laura, like if somebody's listening and they just wanted to have like one thing that you would say to them, hey, you know what? Why don't you start here? Just do this 
thing at least what would that be do you think what is like that that important starting piece take radical ownership over everything that's happening right now whether it's your oh, home wow. love that whether it's your relationship whether it's your finances right money sex power there's a reason why rock and roll refers to it so much the three things that we want look at what's consistently showing up in your life and notice it you know, instead yeah. of being like, I want a quick fix thing where we go do these challenges and we do these eliminations and we, you know, swipe for a few days and think we're going to meet the one person that's going to be the love of our life. Like all right. these things. And then we wonder, right. why, why do I keep dating men like this? Why do I keep getting cheated on? Why does this keep happening? Why do I keep having the same fight with the same partner or different partner or whatever? Why does this keep happening? It's like, yeah. Hmm, yeah. the only common denominator in all mm -hmm. of that is you. Right. And instead of playing the victim role in that, can you see how empowering that is because you were the artist of your life? You know, I, I was I just got reminded of this at a summit that I was at this weekend. Where you remember the video game Sims? Uh -huh. Yeah. Yeah. That was my favorite video game growing up, right? Like I loved it. That's all we only got one hour of technology, and I always chose to play the Sims. And I forgot like how that is actually what life is now. Like I would create these mansions and these yeah. loves and I would always try to get them to, you know, have sex and like do the thing. And it right. was like, I'm like, oh, that's literally what life is now though. Like you get to create your reality as long as you start to take responsibility. That's mm -hmm, it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, you know, it's, mm -hmm. it's sitting in that radical ownership and I get that's hard, but we can start to look at things from a different lens by, by what went right, what went wrong, what do I want to do differently for everything mm -hmm, mm -hmm, that's coming mm -hmm. in. But first we have to witness it in radical freaking honesty yeah yeah and that's a that's a scary place to go that is a scary place to go and i think that it it might be scary guys if you're listening out there and and you're like oh my gosh how do i even begin i don't know about about you laura but do you also like journaling like do you believe strongly in journaling yes i have journals back from like the age of seven <laughs> yeah, that's awesome yeah, it is because it shows you progression. Yeah. And, and and the reason I, I bring that up is because, um, you know, it's one thing to sit and think about it. It's another thing to write about it, because I think there's something very powerful that comes from writing it as opposed to just thinking about it, um, mm -hmm. especially what Laura is telling you guys. Right. Like to like really take radical ownership and sometimes to do that because our brain is there to protect us we'll think about it for like two seconds and then our brain will move on to the laundry or the the tv show or whatever we wanted to because it is scary it is scary and your brain is like oh hell no i've been protecting her or him from this for 20 years 30 years right and now, now you're gonna try to think about it we're not doing that right but um so i i just was wondering if that's like a practice for you to to journal right to ask people to do that mm -hmm. daily like even currently right now like with everything happening in the cosmos i like to blame everything on the moon um but everything that's happening in the cosmos like right now is like what i was literally working on all day is like writing my story like what mm. has actually happened in my life in this mm. like quick 30 years and i have my birthday's next week i was like what is my story you know, like, how, how do I want to witness this with a lens of curiosity and wondering what are my chapters in that story? Because there's evolutions. I've lived like four right. lifetimes in this tiny little lifetime, like, like so many things. So it's like witnessing that and being like, oh, okay. So now we're in this next decade, whatever, some change, like what do we then want to create, right? Again, the radical ownership, I think journaling is a perfect space. And also like to touch on, this is the difference between like what I do and say what a therapist does, right? Like I don't necessarily believe, yes, I'm writing my story right now. I know this is contradictory to what I literally just said, but I don't necessarily believe we have to always go back to the origin. 
But yeah. you don't have to always go back to like, let me blame mom and dad and like this happened and whatever. Cause sometimes that space doesn't feel good. Sometimes we can't remember it because of trauma. Like I, I couldn't for a very long time, remember my childhood. So I was like, right. I'm broken. I can't go backwards. Like, I don't know what to do. You guys just keep asking me. And right. I yeah. But like, you can just witness what's currently happening in your life. And how can you start to create safety around that? Right. So if you are seeing relationship patterns come up, it's like, Oh, so when I feel that red flag in my body, how do I want to honor that? What would bring me back to safety? What actually feels good, that's good. right now? You yeah. know, playing with that, like in my phone, I have like a current like dopamine checklist where it's like sometimes when I'm not feeling safe and I'm not having these things, it's like ha- these things that actually remind me what safety is because the way our brain works is if we go into a triggered state or we go into a sad state or something happens and we're activated, our our critical thinking brain literally shuts off. Like you are, this is why when someone's asking a question you're like in, you're like driving and you're like, I don't know, left or right. Like, I don't, I don't know. Like our brain right. shuts down. So if you have a checklist so in your phone, which I just have like iPhones, so notes literally pinned to the top dopamine checklist. It's things that I know will calm me down. Things that I know will into it back into my ventral state, which is your like safe state. We have three mm-hmm. states. Mm-hmm. So shut down state, sympathetic, which is your, very like aggressive fighting high strung one and then we have ventral which is our safety so it's like what brings you back into your safety and can you witness that after you take your radical ownership and do things can you start to witness that and be like okay so when i'm feeling unsafe or when i'm not acting like myself or when i'm being triggered and snotty to my partner like what are the things that actually bring me back to self because right now mm. i'm not acting self and i know i can't actually think outside of my reaction so do i have a reminder of what that is Yep. You know, because one of the things that I always, um, I always um, preach on too is the fact that things just are and then we add an emotion to it, right? So yeah, there are things that are, of course, uh, hard on people losing someone you love, breaking up on a relationship that was important to you, um, losing a job, maybe, you know, grieving is a real thing. Uh, but a lot of times we just add an emotion to something. Somebody said something, you're angry, but why are you angry? It was just a it was just a saying, or it was just something that was, you know, done. And so I always tell people, you know, also look at something like just like um, neutral and then decide because now you're activating your brain, decide what emotion you want to add to that. Right. When, when your boss said this, do you want to add anger to that? Right. Um, Do you want to then, do you want to add anger or do you want to add uh, maybe uh, something um, fun to it or funny or exciting or whatever it is, right? We always have this, this dichotomy that happens within us. And I think what you're, what you're talking about is super important because when we start to take ownership of who we are and what we're deciding, we're going to add our emotion to, that is how you win. That is how mm-hmm. you win because then you start to get up every day for you. And if you can get up every day for you, right, Laura, then you can get up for your partner. You can get up for your kids. You can get up for your job you can get up. Right. Exactly. And like feeling your emotion, like even if it is anger, can you let that just be it without collapsing your emotion and being disappointed that you're angry and you're disappointed that you're disappointed. And then the emotion compounded and it goes on. Like you can't honestly cry for more than seven minutes in my body, but people will be sad. I was sad about the addictions and the loss and my partner for two freaking years, like granted involved, but it was like, now, like this recent breakup, it was like, yeah, okay, whatever. And then we pa- like we compound that emotion because it's fully expressed and we move through right. things and then and then we're easily can move on. But we hang on to our past 
because of the story we tell ourselves and we just don't let ourselves get angry or sad because we're so afraid of our anger and our sadness because society has deemed these emotions as bad. This is why I was saying like emotional honesty is my thing. Like we talk about sacred rage and we talk about sacred sadness. Like this is such a thing in my program because it's like, then you just let yourself feel it because then you're not afraid of it. And then it doesn't loom over you. And then also you get to feel the ecstatic orgasmic joy that life gets to have inside of you. Like, because here's the thing, if we want this like elation and this joy and this pleasure and this play, like there's a flip side. That's potentially we're catching ourselves. If we want this, like we have to also be okay that maybe this will happen and fully being able to sit in that with knowing like, it's just going to be like a moment in time. It's not, you're not going to be sad forever. Like yes, depression is a real thing, but also it does start to shift when we do the right thing. And if you're in a world like this, you're probably already doing the right thing to kind of better understand how your mental state is and how to support that. So can you trust yourself in the space of the crunchy feelings and knowing that like your swamps of sadness are not gonna last forever, but to just feel them. Like in my world, we call it burrito, like we call it burrito days. We're like, just go have a burrito day enjoy it, put on a sad movie, let yourself cry, feel it tomorrow. I bet you, you're going to be dancing around in your underwear. I bet. Right. Go let it happen. <laughs> That's <laughs> right. I love it. That's so good. That's <laughs> awesome. And I know that uh, people are probably like, oh man, this is amazing. So Laura, I cannot let you leave without telling my people where to find you because I know that um, you are probably connecting to a bunch of women right now. I love your energy. I love what you bring to the table. I really, really do. I'm glad you were here. I'm glad we had this conversation and I'm glad that all of these amazing people got to hear it. So Laura, how do people get in contact with you, woman? Thank you so much. <laughs> I love this. I love you. I'm happy that you're building oh, Thanks. Um, I'm most active on Instagram, like everyone in the world, um, over at it's Laura Patricia Martin. So ITS Laura Patricia Martin, and then our content creation programs, all that kind of stuff is over at healing to happy. So healing T O happy. That's also our podcast name. So that's where everything in the portal of the two spheres work. You'll find me either one you pop into, you're going to see my little mugs. So (laughs) <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> oh, Laura, thank you so much for being here on Straight Talk. I really appreciate your energy and everything you talked about. Very, very wise. Very wise for only 30. And happy birthday next week. Happy <laughs> birthday. It's amazing. So thank you for being here. Really, I appreciate you. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening. You are the best, okay? I have the best podcasting community ever. I really do. And I appreciate you guys being on here. Make sure you go on to winject.com slash register, W-I-N-J-E-C-T.com slash register and register for my free community because I want to be really um, connected with you and I want us to brainstorm and be with each other and connect in a deeper way. If you are looking for coaching, please make sure that you also email me at hello at straighttalknosugaredit.com. I work with women and I help them develop that business that they are envisioning in their hearts so that they can win. Thank you guys so much for being here. Love you, love you, love you. This is Dina Perez, Straight Talk, No Sugar Added. Until next time.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code OLDLINE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code OLDLINE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please play responsibly. For help, visit MDGamblingHelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.